0: Hello, this is Tim Carroll, and we have Luella here, hi, as well, and we're as wella, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna um, you're on you're listening to Notable Nashville, the show, and we are gonna play you a few songs. This first one, I think we're gonna play. It's called Worse Than You. <laughs>
1: worse than you First year.
2: Doggy. All right, some people do got the blues. I don't got them right now, but I'm Groove Dr. J. You're listening to Notable Nashville, and we got Luella and Tim Carroll in studio right now. Thanks for joining me, guys.
0: Dr. Hey, French, great to be here. <laughs> thank you for the appearance on the podcast. Yeah,
2: Absolutely. Uh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So we kind of got a dual thing going right now. We got Luella and Tim Carroll. They play separately, but they also play with each other. So
0: We only had one. We're separate a- music. We only had a ri- one car to get over here in, so that we had to bo- do both interviews at the same time. <laughs> no, that's I don't,
3: can't couldn't,
0: play off that. We couldn't get a you, ride. Uh, you don't agree yeah. with that, Luella?
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not on my game yet. I haven't had enough coffee. Oh, well, I, I actually
2: on. just brewed some. I meant to ask you guys if you wanted some. Oh, yes. Yeah, sure.
3: P- let's press pause for the cause. <laughs> yeah,
2: when when we listen to some tunes, I'll, I'll pull your some. All right.
3: All right yeah, okay, thanks.
2: So I mean. Luella, you kind of did your solo thing, Luella and the Suns, was it, or was that the name? Of it?
3: Um, it's the Sun. It was called Luella and the Sun.
2: Luella and the Sun. All right.
3: Yeah, a band I, I used to be in, and um, we put out uh, while while I was with that band, we put out a single and um, two songs. With one was called "We Got to Meet Death One Day," which was written by Blind Willie McTell, and then uh, an original song uh, called "Fly So Free." Okay. And um. It, Those are on iTunes and everything, and then we had uh, recorded a full-length record, which unfortunately never came out because the band kind of uh, fell apart before that could happen. Oh, Um, I gotcha. But uh, nevertheless, I decided to um, keep on going and do, uh, I'm just going by Luella now and doing uh, a solo, uh, going solo, and um, we just recorded some songs at a studio in East Nashville called The Bomb Shelter. We did half of the songs with uh, Andrea Tockett over there um, and um, Billy Bennett. And one of the songs that we recorded uh, actually was, uh, we got to meet death one day. I wanted to do another recording of that with uh, the people that I'm playing with now, which uh, features this guy, Tim. And um, Cameron Karras plays bass on it. Um, The drummers, we split that session uh, Justin Amaral played on half of the stuff, and Toby Caldwell played on the other half of the recording. So this will be my first uh, release of songs solo since my departure from All right. The Sun.
2: All right, cool. We're well, looking yeah. forward to it. Awesome.
3: And Yeah, and Tim plays guitar and uh, with me and writes with me and lots else, but we uh, play in each other's bands.
2: That's very, very cool. So, Tim, speaking of songwriting, you've had a lot of cuts in the industry as far as... Uh, You know, yeah, a few people cutting your songs. What what was the most like jaw dropping uh, artist that has recorded one of your songs?
0: Well, interestingly enough, that would have been the first one that I ever got. The first cut, real cut, where I ever got was when John Prine recorded my song "If I Could, Then I Would." And even though I've had a few cuts since then, uh, which also surprised me. You know, it's always surprising, like who takes a liking to one of your songs. But when, even to this day, I look back on that first one, John Prine, I'll be, I'll be damn, you know? <laughs> John that guy Prime. knows what he's doing and stuff. Yeah. What's he doing messing with me, you know?
2: <laughs> what year was that that he, uh, that he recorded your song?
0: He recorded it in 1989 okay. when he was starting to record things for what became his best-selling album called The Missing Years. However, the song did not wind up on the album Because it was not I I think the reason why It was not produced by Howie Epstein Who produced the whole album Oh, really? So they already had my song in the can Uh. And it was going to be on the album They had written to me to get my clearance for that And then at the last minute They kept it off And I think that was why Because he was not the producer Anyway, about seven years later The song appeared on his album Called uh, Live on Tour Live on Tour? Yeah, so I had the cut for seven years before it finally came out, which was seven quite an years. exercise in patience. Yeah, Te- definitely. You know, it teaches you hang in there, you know.
2: For sure, yeah, that's a long time to wait. So as far as, like, your sound, what what would you say people kind of describe your music as, Is your style or your uh, kind of genre?
0: I guess people wind up calling it rock and roll, really. Um, when I moved to town, it was kind of on the heels of Prime cutting that and some interest uh, uh, from other people in that song and maybe some others. And mm-hmm. I moved to town thinking, in 1993, moved to Nashville, thinking that maybe I could become a staff writer on one of these publishing uh, companies' rosters and maybe get get the occasional song in, mm-hmm. in the machine there, you know, yeah. like that. But I, I found very little luck in getting on, getting one of those writing situations. And so I immediately started doing what I had been doing when I was living in New York, prior to moving here which was playing in every bar that I could get a gig in and yeah. I started doing that and uh, I started making like a, getting known locally cuz I, apparently I stood out you know a little bit as being a little bit different um rock and, roll. Yeah. and um that led to a record deal and some things after a few years not a okay. Nashville record deal but so yeah my my music is really more um rock and roll as I've allowed myself to just express all the roots that are within me and i'm not like trying to be a country staff songwriter yeah you know i think that led to me doing some not as cool music as i could have been not that i was trying to sound like music row i was not okay
2: yeah and as far as as far as country goes you have played at the grand old opry a couple times right
0: yeah yeah i've been fortunate enough to play on the opry many many times as a side man and um yeah, I've gotten to do a lot of things. I've had my foot in the country door a little bit here, like "Asleep at the room. Wheel" covered my one of my songs. And, oh wow! Um, um, some other country people like that sort of um, that has happened a little bit. Um, okay, that's awesome.
3: But yeah, but Tim is more, you know more rock and roll than he probably sometimes gets pigeonholed in. in.
0: Yeah, around here people kind of want to call you Americana, right. and and in my opinion, more and more americana seems to be much more like acoustic yeah music. right. That's and what I'm, I... I'm not that but i think americana also they sort of like to under their umbrella they like to include things like blues and rootsy rock you yeah know, roots, rootsy country roots, blues so there are a lot of kind of punky country bands now um mm-hmm. and that seems to fall under Americana, but I hesitate to use that word. I think it it leans a little more acousticy and yeah, and, that's kind of what I think and, of too. Um, and I and also I'm not um, really that into trying to describe my music as much as I am in just simply playing it, yeah. just to and me- let other people describe it. And I don't really have a word for it. And I'm not trying to attach myself to some movement to help me. Sure, it's like, sure. I'm just trying to write the next song. Really. Yeah,
2: just kind of express uh, your Tim soul.
3: Also. Um, with along with me recorded uh, some new songs over at the bomb shelter. One I guess uh, we'll play here in a minute uh, called "I Don't Care," using the same players. We the the cool thing is a uh, one thing that's uh, we're lucky is that we share a rhythm section too. So uh, um, these guys played on those recordings and they.
2: All right, the cool. So Luella, do you play any other instruments besides uh, you know singing? you
3: I can play instruments uh, uh, to a small degree but I just uh, prefer to sing and let the pros who you know Tim's such a great guitar player let Tim, that's his yeah. he's mastered yeah. that let him do that and I really prefer to just perform and sing. and Okay. Um,
2: and yeah like the voice is an instrument too. You, don't, you know.
3: Yeah, I feel like that's what I've been doing ever since I was really young. So and trying to just be authentic and do my thing through that is
2: what cool. I, I want yeah. to focus on. Yeah. So where are you guys from? Tim, you said you moved here in 93. Where'd you move from?
0: I moved here from New York City. or I, Actually, I was living in Hoboken, New Jersey, which is right across the river from New York, where a lot of people live who are there to be in Manhattan. But it's Hoboken is practically a neighborhood of Manhattan now. Okay. But I'm, I'm from Indiana. I'm from t- the area of Terre Haute, Indiana. And I went to Indiana University. And then... In Bloomington, Indiana, and there was where I joined a band called the Gizmos. That after a few years, we wound up moving to New York in in 1980. So I lived in New York from 1980 to 1993.
2: All right, very cool. Well, I was only three years old in 1993, so I was uh, getting my musical roots going. Cool. Well, <laughs> well, well, let's and look at us now. Same <laughs> same yeah. I know, right?
0: We're on the same reading level. Yeah, tonight, exactly. <laughs>
2: So let's go ahead and give a listen to a couple songs back-to-back. Uh, one of Tim's, one of Luella's. Um, let's cool. go ahead and start out with uh, I Don't Care.
0: Yeah, because I don't. You don't care? <laughs> well, you do, but.
3: I do.
2: You, you care a little bit. You got to care enough, it's you, know?
3: That, you know. not just that. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, <laughs> want to preface this song. Was this one of the, the Bomb Shelter recordings?
0: Yes, we recorded it at the Bomb Shelter. I only wrote it a couple of months ago. Uh, I wrote the whole thing. in one day I thought of. I thought of the bass line first, and then I started adding to it, and before I knew it, I had this song by the end of the day.
2: All right, cool. Let's give it a listen. That was I don't care from Tim Carroll off of uh, the recording at the bombshell shelter. bomb shelter. The bomb yes. shelter. Cool studio. Awesome, uh, where you record on tape, right?
0: Record yes. on tape, which is uh, unusual nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, we love
2: that. I love I love analog. old you know audio quality like records and stuff like that. I'm a big you know. I feel vinyl. Collector. I
3: love it. I feel like a, a snotty about it. It's I feel so like good. I don't want to record any other way. No. I, I'm an analog girl yeah but, i mean we i don't mind if we mix down into uh digital or re- anything like that yeah but i definitely think it's cool it has a sound that you can't get anywhere else oh definitely definitely it's, yeah it's affordable over there it's cool
2: so luella what are we going to hear right now from you
3: we're gonna listen to a song called shoot man glad to be working shoot man <laughs> yeah it was a uh, inspired by someone uh, i used to know who used to walk around saying shoot man I'm just glad to be working <laughs> now. Roker, All right,
2: awesome. Yeah. Well let's give it a listen. All right. man glad to be working i am glad to be working at notable nashville right now that was a good song um so so tim and luella you're you know you're musicians but you're also a couple you you guys are yeah
3: we don't have to focus on that but yeah
2: you guys are are dating right yeah you're not married yet though no no you haven't you you have you haven't tied the knot we do
3: have a we have a an elephant though that we can sit. since we we'll probably never have children because we are children. Uh, we do have a pet elephant um, named Hamilton. He's a watering can.
0: That's awesome. Right? Technically, he's a watering can. Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: But we took him to the Bell Court Theater with us. Oh. Uh, he really he he was really focusing. We took him to see uh, what was that movie called? Um, the two politicians. Best of Enemies. Yeah, Best of Enemies. Yeah. Did, did you
2: guys happen to see Love and Mercy? That no. was playing at the Bell Court. It was really good.
3: I wanted to see that yeah. I've been hearing about that, yeah, but yeah, we, I wish I had seen that, yeah, I we think, think it's it, out on can.
2: it's out on Netflix now, if you got oh, Netflix, yeah,
3: maybe we can check it out, yeah, but yeah, it's cool- what's cool is that we can get straight to work sometimes and work on music and uh um not all, so it's like it's cool, and you can if you're a couple and you just really enjoy this doing things like music, which are both of your priorities mm-hmm. and um that's what our focus is and so it seems to work out mm.
0: yeah since we're we have a lot in common you know, music interest in music and other types of arts too uh, we humor. shoot a lot yeah humor and we shoot a lot of little videos and pictures together and okay. just, you know just fun stuff like that but it kind of it kind of winds up being part of our whole artistic thing too you know yeah. that we wind up with like very off the cuff oh, photos and so forth that we can also kind of share and yeah yeah. You know, we have a lot of fun.
2: You got that thing set up right now on the iPad. What is this called? Uh, eight millimeter. Eight millimeter.
3: Yeah, this is an app. Hopefully this feature. will be a picture.
2: I'm yeah. I'm holding my mug Yeah, right
3: now. coffee. I'll hold so up our coffee.
2: Looks, yeah, hey. uh, when
0: you shoot things with an eight millimeter app and it looks very old school video, yes. you know. Like, that's awesome. Uh-huh. And
3: so Makes
0: the photos and videos a little less boring.
3: Yeah, that's what we do. I like it. And especially, like, I, I like to use a flash and get real close up and just record r- strange kind of Things
0: like, oh, yeah. One of the cool things we've been able to do is in our band, you know, when there's four of us playing, and Luella's singing background vocals and and playing tambourine a lot of the times. And she's able to, with her phone or with my iPad, she's able to, like, kind of during a song, sort of move among us and, like, shoot the drummer real close up and then the bass player real close up and then me real close up and move around and get these videos that are a perspective that the audience never gets, which is being actually on stage and hearing all the individual components yeah. of the band. And it's kind of a cool... We're starting to amass all these videos that are kind of like that, that uh-huh. are and they different.
3: Like art. We can pull stills from them and stuff, which we often do. But it's also kind of fun sometimes, like yeah, like you said, to kind of uh, focus in on just one of the uh, instruments or something, one of the components, just like go in to get the bass, go up close to the bass amp, and then hear when he's playing what a... I, I can't do it when it's my set usually, but so it's usually when I'm singing backgrounds with Tim, I get the opportunity to do this, but I can walk over to any one thing and just focus in on it. Like you'll hear when a, a, t- a bass line that's in one of Tim's songs, and so I'll go to the bass amp and then then maybe get Cameron's fingers kind of doing it, but try to do kind of a not conventional kind of angle or something. Or when Tim's playing tambourine, we, we both wear these little tambourine. Like, foot, foot tambourines. Foot oh, okay. tambourines yeah. that go on the top of our foot and so maybe I'll focus in on that and make it look kind of strange and then, you know, get Tim rocking out, get real close to his vox or get real close to the drummer when he's playing the cymbals and you'll hear those things get louder as you get close to them which is kind of cool. It might kind of sound like what is going on up there if you were to watch that video. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it makes the song not sound all mixed like it does when you hear it uh, normally. Instead, you hear a lot of the components and it just makes a crazy... uh, instead of one static shot showing a band playing a song it's much uh i hope more interesting than that although you know i'm sure it's satisfying to hear the end result mixed yeah. well too but this is it's just to make some fun videos that are not the standard thing yeah that's or a, if they that just look
3: at it and they say oh they're just super high they just don't know where
0: they're. <laughs> true
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah well, well
2: so are we gonna hear any foot tambourine on this next song here
3: I think so. Um, it depends on how well it p- the microphone might pick it up. Um, All right, cool. We, well, uh, yeah. What's
2: this next one going to be called that you guys will play? Uh,
3: let's see. This song is called Homegoing, and it's a service song that um, we can't really seem to find who wrote it. So um, I think that, uh, but it's definitely part of the deep south, maybe somewhere in Louisiana and Mississippi that this song has most commonly been used at uh, for funerals and such um, the it's kind of about uh, don't you worry about me on my way out and looking your best. I'm fixed up right now on my way home. And I first heard this song performed by a a, a woman, uh, Jessie Mayhem Hill, who is uh, not alive anymore. But she was kind of a hill country uh, blues artist. She played guitar and she sang this song and it's just always been a really beautiful song and we really enjoy playing it and then uh, tim likes playing i like singing it and so um that's what you're going to hear i recorded right, that cool. as well at the bomb shelter that will be on the one of nice our, the all right as well. Well,
2: let's get a preview of it right now
5: okay. when you hear my home going don't you worry about when you hear my home going don't you worry about me when you hear my home going don't want you worry about me i'm fixed up right now Non, il à You're the at a soldier.
2: stellar that was stellar so thanks for playing that again for us guys um what do you guys got going on as far as like shows coming up or uh you know in town
0: we, we play
3: many nights a week
0: we, we have some regular things that we do in nashville um i play my band plays every friday at the five spot in east nashville from 6 p.m to eight thirty. okay every um, friday that's every friday happy hour at the five spot um Luella oh, yeah,
3: Let's yeah, see. and we play um, on Thursdays um, outside Drifter's Barbecue, which is also in the kind of Five Points area, from 7 to 10, Tim and I alternate sets um, every 30 minutes or so with our bands, uh, our rhythm section, uh, playing. We kind of got that gig, just so we want to be able to get people walking down the street to come just hear the music. We don't really, like, plug it so much. It's like a show on, on our social media pages but we our hope is that people walking by will hear music and just come and hang out and hear us play so that's every thursday from 7 to 10 p.m. and
0: and if you wanted on social media to find us uh i have my musician page on facebook it's uh facebook.com slash tim carroll music okay uh luella's pages
3: um it's just under luella Un- uh, unfortunately when i first started my music page um I wasn't sure how I was going to uh sell my name as an artist because Tim was plays with me I didn't know if I was going to call it Luella. We, did, we kind of joked early on about co- what we were you going to call it, and Luella and some fella was something that just got brought up as a joke <laughs> and kind of stuck for a second. And so when I created my band page, unfortunately the web address is facebook.com slash Luella and some fella, but then if you go to the page, it just says Luella, which is what I go by. Okay. So if that's not too complicated, you can just look up Luella and simply that one name alone, and it will come up.
0: And so then we we share a lot of our uh, music and videos on those oh, pages.
3: Yes, and we have we also have SoundCloud. We have a SoundCloud. SoundCloud. We each have a SoundCloud. You guys page. got it on
2: iTunes too, that we could download it. Uh, some of the music, or yes,
0: most of my albums are on iTunes. Some
3: of my uh, my solo stuff is not available yet. L- Llewellyn the Sun does have some recordings on there, but my uh, recordings that I just did at the bomb shelter are not yet available, but will be available. On there, I do have a side project called Cracker Boots, and that's on iTunes. It's one word. Okay. Very different from the stuff I do as Luella, but um, you can look for it eventually. In the meantime, we use SoundCloud as a way to kind of um, show, give a little uh, premiere of some of the things that will be on our, rec- our records that are upcoming and things that we're working on. Um, even if they end up not being on a record, we're always working on music every day and might... Uh, something may not end up on a record but we wanted to share what we're working on so we put it on soundcloud for a little bit and maybe take it off but yeah all right cool
2: well thanks so much guys i enjoyed talking with you thank you jordan great to meet you yeah Yeah. great to meet you guys too well thanks for joining notable nashville studio signing off well well. it's time for gary's pick of the week what do you got for us this week gary
0: We're going to check out a song called Dumb Love by Stepsisters. Stepsisters,
2: here we go.